The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball. I'm grimacing because it was such an opportunity. Possession-wise, I thought they were good, but they didn't have the cutting edge and they don't have Sam Kerr. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. makes the underlapping run now but Smallbone continues gives it out to Darty, puts the cross in towards the back post oh. over the goalkeeper played in no. by Michael Ovid, baby, and Evan Ferguson has scored his first goal for the Republic of Ireland senior team from close range it was an easy tap in but a brilliantly worked goal again by Ireland Oh yeah, and just like that, Evan Ferguson was up and running in his Ireland career. A goal last night in a 3-2 win for the Republic of Ireland against Latvia. Give us your thoughts. 087-9180-180 is the WhatsApp number. We'll have Vinnie Perth in the studio a little bit later on. In the meantime, we're going to have to make do with Shane and Colm. Good morning to you, lads. Ah, yeah. Second choice. Good morning. There you go. First choice always. Welcome back, Shane. Great to have you back for this uh, momentous day. Say what you want about the game. Right, starts off very well. First 20 minutes looks like this is fantastic, ideal preparation for France. And in the rest of the game, okay. We'll talk about that. But I think what was absolute success, the new Irish look, the crest, looked unbelievably nice. Mm -hmm. Unbelievably nice in action, especially afterwards. Evan Ferguson was getting interviewed. He had the jacket on, Castori to one side and the crest on the other side. I couldn't keep my eyes off it. I was like, fair play to design department. That's just Evan Ferguson's pecs generally, I think, pronounced the jersey a little bit more. We had enough We had enough of this uh, pervy behaviour last night, uh, or yesterday, Shane, so we're, we're nipping that in the bud. Um, <laughs> it needs to be said. Uh, I, I noticed that when James McLean put his post up, that there was a lot of love from international people. For the, oh, they're like, wow, the jersey looks great. So, uh, you know, maybe there's going to be a backlash against the backlash mm. in traditional Irish fashion. Oh, other f- people think it's okay. Oh, yeah, I was always in favour of that jersey in the first place. I'm not a fan of the jersey. I'm a fan of the crest. You're not a fan okay. of the jersey at all? Yes. Okay. okay, that's what I want Retro to say. Retro was good, though. That let's talk about the said. football. Yes. Let's, t- let's happily stick to football. <laughs> uh, I'm, for, for once, I'm on the stick to football. We have a, a lot of evidence. Uh, Dunphy thinks it was sloppy, lazy. Don't know what he was trying to do with the team selection. No one has supported him more than me, says Dunphy. But that, that t- should have played the full team. Now, um, we had Keith Tracy in studio last Friday for the football kickoff. And he was like, you can't, you can't pick the same team that you're going to pick for the France game as you pick for the Latvia game. You've got to t- go and try and win the game. Mm. And I'm, I have a foot in both camps. I understand what um, he's trying to do last night and I understand as well that some players are having their load managed we don't need to see John Egan yeah. play the full game like Egan involved in a big game last weekend he is going to captain or certainly it's a good chance that he's oh, I don't know who's going to captain now is, is Seamus Coleman going to play there's some doubts about Coleman all of a sudden there's like a a, a niggle that he's you know, he'll be fine but what's the like, does he not play and so therefore mm. Do we actually end up just seeing largely that defence with Egan in instead of Omobamadeli and Bazunu in goals? And then you're like, okay, well, it's not that big a deal that um, these players played last night. So I, I don't know. I, like, it, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. If we get a performance against France, you'll be like, everybody in the squad feels alive. They feel like they've been given an opportunity. And for the Greece game, which is when I think, and we can talk about this, is when I think Smallbone might get a, an opportunity to start. Um, then all of a sudden you have real competition and strength and depth. 
I think for this one though, for the France game, he's going to go back to players that he knows really well and who he can trust. Yeah, uh, Smallbone like probably deserves a start after the performance last night. He was the, quite comfortably the standout player, but maybe it comes too soon for him to start against France. I think even his own vibe in the in the interviews afterwards, he was like, "Well, whether I, whether I come off the bench or, or start on Monday, happy to do a job." But I, I think it won't be a start at this stage, you'd imagine. Um, yeah, tried and trusted is probably the method to, to beat France, and it's going to be a completely different setup against France. Let's be honest. I think that Kenny just wanted to get, go out there and get the win last night. There are, are as many negatives out of last night as positives, but I mean, which do you want to focus on here? Well, we are where we are is the first thing, right? Like we have a really young team. There's not there's not like six players who could come in and immediately make the team better. Who you're going? Oh, there's there's loads of lads with fifty caps who could definitely improve the ebb and flow of that side. Uh, I think he's managing his resources over the course of these two fixtures and I I don't need to see Josh Cullen play I don't need to see Josh Cullen get kicked around uh, in midfield I didn't need to see Evan Ferguson play on after he got a like when oh, the, the follow through yeah. with the shot I'm like okay off you go that's it everyone stop <laughs> national crisis get him off <laughs> no they, they played him on I was like I'm not sure about that but he's 18 you can't wrap him in cotton wool either you know, like, well, you can. You literally can take him off after that point to say, "No more minutes for you, buddy. No more." No, they gave him ten more minutes. And so no, I, I think that I think that was fine to give him. If he wasn't injured, it was fine to keep him on because we're going to need him for as long as possible. We didn't France. send anybody out to see if he was injured or not. We didn't like have a you know just level. Just you know, you got a lot of adrenaline coursing into your system here. You've scored mm. a goal in your full debut for the Republic of Ireland at home. Everybody thinks you're anyway. Well, Shane, you were there. The, was then, did anybody evidently go over to him? No, no, I didn't. I didn't see it. the two biggest cheers. I would say uh, of the night that I could sense were uh, the announcer calling the teams out beforehand the cheer for Evan Ferguson's name was massive uh, clearly bigger than any other player's cheer and then Mikey Johnston going over to Mm. take a corner I think after his two little Maisie runs and everyone's like this guy's a player and he went over to literally take a corner he didn't even end up taking the corner I don't think but uh, that entire corner just gave him an, an ovation that I was like yeah this I mean, guy Sorry, that, was, that was can we just stop with Johnston yeah. for a second right? whatever about the Maisie dribble the first thing he did after he came on the pitch mm. and hits the post and that's where the winner is scored from the second dribble on the left hand side yeah. so he drops his shoulder goes past one Latvia player and I was like that's nice oh. we don't see enough Irish players do that in fact when's the last time you've seen well, the Republic McGeady. of Ireland International do something like that it's the next part it is McGeady it's um, the next yeah in McGeady like it's the, the next part the next part when he has two Latvia players around him and he does this little neat bit of footwork right foot to left foot shift with mm. the ball now that type of skill you do not associate with Irish players and it's unbelievable to see. I love that. I love that. And it's unfortunate the shot was blocked afterwards. I actually thought he was going to dummy it one more time and commit that defender and then have an easier angle mm. to pass through the goalkeeper. But he was delighted with himself afterwards, a big smile, and he plays with a smile. And he was playing so well, at one point I was like, Jeez, you know, you, you could start this guy against France. Was, uh, I'm not one for hyperbole, could, but like, the ball was glued to his feet like this guy. Lionel Messi. <laughs> was, there was something about his dribbling. I, I'm not, That's not totally fair. Clip that. Yeah, don't totally get ahead of myself. He was brilliant. Uh, and the new Messi very, in Holland. It was very McGeady esque, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, now, there, there, I like, didn't know the things he did afterwards. He gave the ball away a couple of times after mm. that dribble, and he probably got a bit excited with it. But we just don't have anyone like that, and actually, very few teams do. In as Stewie Byrne was saying it afterwards, we played the video out at the end of the show with uh, Stephen Doyle was that. You just don't see many players in football in general do that anymore because football is generally very structured. Yeah. And taking on players is a high-risk strategy which often doesn't pay off. Yeah. Uh, it was very exciting. It was like... It was. A, I, think, it I don't think we everybody... should be glib over it. I think it was really exciting. I, I, thought, I don't think we 
have seen enough of that at all. And when it's happened, I was like, that's the reason you watch football. Mm. Moments like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> You've seen it. By the way, I'm all for uh, Munster representation, of course, in general this week. But uh, I found it odd that Queen Kelleher started ahead of Gavin Bazunu. Because going to so hang, on, hang on a second, hang on a second. You, you've just dropped that in there without actually having any context to it. What are you talking about? Um, there was a Cork man in goal. No, no. And I thought this should have played you're it all about Munster representation this week. What are you talking about? Well, you know, the, it's funny, Jerry, you bring that up. I, you, I brought was it thinking, up. you brought it up. You bring up. it brought up again as you kept it going. Uh, that Ireland won the Grand Slam there last uh, Saturday it at did the actually, Aviva. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of Leinster players on the pitch. And it, it did occur to me, I was watching the match in Cork and after 58 minutes, someone said to me in my near vicinity, he was like, there's only one Cork fellow on the pitch at that Boo-hoo. point. Boo-hoo. And uh, last night, then, this video emerges online. Guy Ringrose, all the lads calling over to the house and one after another they pile in and what you're mostly hearing are Leinster, Southern Dublin accents. And then you hear at the back of the queue, this monster voice and I was like wouldn't it be nice to have a greater representation on the Irish rugby team which wouldn't it be nice if it's the Irish rugby they're team they're all Irish not Jesus. so that's, then it happened last night let's just throw that out there to 0879180180 or you can leave a comment in the YouTube stream and, and we'll put a little poll up maybe to, to see our <laughs> yeah, that's fine. See, you brought it up now Colin. you brought it up not us right you brought it up that's it go on, go on I, Cleveland Keller you didn't want to play what well, yeah, again, I'm all about Cork people playing. Fantastic. But Keller has not played for Liverpool at all recently and he isn't going to play on Monday night. And I thought that was the only position where I would play the player that I intend to start with on Monday. And that's Bazunu because he's going to play on Monday. And I found that a strange decision because Keller wasn't great for both goals. He Strangely for the first one, I mean, it's a screamer. It's one of the greatest goals scored by an opposition oh, team yeah. at the Aviva. Since the last time. But yeah, well, there's been two and other long-distance screamers, Azerbaijan and Luxembourg, but I think this is the best. Keller seemed to run past the ball, strangely, for the first goal. And the second goal, look, at big deflection on a wet night, but his reactions were slow because he doesn't play much football. He's not yeah, used to this. I think that... Um, I, I actually don't agree with you that they, t- they need to play Bazunu. Like, Bazunu's played every minute of all the, the Premier League games, I think. He hasn't, he hasn't been dropped for any of the Premier League games. He hasn't played no, he hasn't. He's played everything, yeah. But he has not he used to this he team. He doesn't need... Well, he's very used to it because he's got, like, 15, 20 caps at this stage with... Uh, how many caps does Bazunu have? I need to just actually check. Check the way, but at the moment... Though, but he hasn't played with this Irish team for a few months now and I was, it would be nice to kind of get back into the rhythm of it and play with yeah, what's going to be a very similar defence and I think that Bazunu should have started it's a perfect opportunity to give Kelleher a cap because exactly. he's not going to get that many caps uh, well I think he, well, why would you do I it? think there's a chance he might get loads of caps if he gets a move to another Premier yeah, League yeah of course so so I, I, oh yeah I, I, the future is very right bright for Kelleher yet. but right now 13, 13 caps okay. so 15, 20, but right now heading into this France game I would, I would get Bazunu as much practice at that stadium with this team again to get him back into the rhythm of playing with that side because it's a goalkeeper it's crucial I as did. we saw last night if you make a subtle error as a goalkeeper you cast goals. So uh, the other side of that is that if Bazuna gets injured before the Greece game, for example, let, 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 we should the, the games against France. If we get a point from the two games against France and a point from the two games against the Netherlands, Netherlands. that won't be a bad outcome. So the main games are the mm. games ultimately against Greece and Gibraltar are going to decide how this whole thing pans out and where we end up realistically in, in terms of qualification. Um, if you have no goalkeeper who has played no games, if it's uh, if it's Kelleher in Greece because Bazunu gets injured, yeah. then he's got nothing. And also, I think 
playing last night is going to give him a taste for playing and he's going to go back and insist that this is the end of his Liverpool career as opposed to there's a few requests in might be nice for me to be able to move on what do you think mm. is that, it's like no I've got to go because I'm not even playing that well at the moment and I've got to get out of this and the only way to do that is so I, look I, you're, you might be right Bazuno drops one in the first five minutes on the ground and someone scuffs it in you're like oh if he played the other night I'm going to be pr-, you know I don't know I'd like, I think that you've got to try and keep everybody as engaged and as involved as possible and ultimately he's played loads of football like that's his gig week in week out he's playing football and he knows what the job is and he's played in this team as first choice and he's secure I think in that position for now so all of those things are true I just think it would have been better preparation for him to play this game but then, ready for then, then you just play the whole team like no, then, you, no, no. then you have to play Cullen and then you have to play like it's the same argument and so either you're consistent with the argument or you're not I think and what he what he chose to do was let's see some players let's let's increase the strength and depth and let's risk yeah, some stuff. you don't have to play your strongest team it's go- goalkeepers are different that's why? my point why because if you make a tiny error as a goalkeeper it's a goal so I think it would be a great but how are you less likely to make an error your first choice goalkeeper ahead of a game of this magnitude he, he played last weekend though like it's not like he's going to be out of practice or rusty yeah but it's, it would be good to play with these set of players at the stadium in this environment to get back into the swing of things I just thought it would have been better preparation for it I didn't see the point of playing Keller last night um, ok I, I, I do I think that like it, it's a significant moment in Kelleher's career where it's like okay we, we still want you to be able to play in big games for us and you're going to have to be ready but you're not ready at the moment because you're not getting football one, one man I thought wasn't setting the world alight last night was Michael Obafemi like, and I was expecting and hoping for big things from him last night but and look he set up the, the Ferguson goal by keeping the ball in play but apart from that the touches he had were kind of sporadic and also a little bit just not that exciting he didn't really do much to, to stick his hand up but we know what Michael Obafemi can do and maybe that's why you probably do play him on Monday night off Evan Ferguson again I don't know what thinking Stephen Kenny did mention Adamita by name and says hopefully he'll be back in selection for, for Monday as well so there's a few options there O'Dowd was brilliant left back as well put his hand up so the positives outweigh the negatives I think yeah. albeit you know, giving up a 2-0 lead at home against Latvia a team what 133rd in the world or something. Yeah. it's not great but like it was similar. I was at that Armenia game where we did the exact same. But yeah. the atmosphere was probably more exciting leaving that one because it was a last-minute winner and everyone was like, oh, we got the win. It was Nations League. We needed to get the three points. Happy Brady, yeah. Yeah, so it was a bit more exciting. Last night was like, ah, oh, Evan Ferguson. Like the, the reason I went last night was I want, I'd want to look back in 10, 15, 20 years and be like, I wasn't at Evan Ferguson's first game. Mm. Bought the programme, kept it dry until one guy spilled beer all over it. So now I have a story to go with the programme. But uh, yeah, that pissed me off a little Steamed bit last night. Program. I'm sure somebody would give you their programme from last yeah. night that's clean and not well, if, if anyone's and watching and has a, has a dry programme, Shane Hannon, off the ball Marconi house. Slowly fermenting the, the, the extra sugary beer, ruining and, and taking away. And then you'll be like, who, who's... And the pages stuck together and like Evan Ferguson's face kind of mashed onto Kevin uh, Kelleher's face. Thickened. Thickened. <laughs> so if anyone has a programme, yeah. I thought uh, Callum O'Donnell kind of reflected the team's performance. Probably started brilliantly and sort of faded after that, but mm. his impact was such that I think overall he played very well. I would disagree with Obafemi, but it's interesting your perspective being there at the stadium. You probably saw more of him off the ball and off the camera, but from what I saw of him on TV, I was impressed. Like I thought he played a crucial part in both goals. The obvious one for Ferguson set up keeping the ball in just, I don't know if that was in play. It seemed to be just about in play. It'd be good, to, it'd be good to have the Alvar, wouldn't it? Yeah. For the penalty that we just didn't get that would have made the game 3 0. And yeah. I think, I, like I know it's a friendly, and here's the thing maybe they were, that was a make up decision, like the penalty because they thought the mm. ball was out of play. 
I don't know. It, the one angle that they zoomed in on seemed it was just about in play, but it didn't seem to finish. Will it. we have VAR for the France game? Will we have? There should uh, be VAR for France uh, game. And will there be like a camera that would be able to tell us if whether it, like if it's a competitive match, you'd imagine it would be. And, yeah. and will will that technology apply to? Whether or not the ball was out of play there. But usually, if it, if it leads to a goal, maybe is the only time that would mm. intervene. Well, yeah. So, which it did in this instance. So, yeah, I, I'd imagine it would. Um, but even his movement for the first goal to create space for Odero to come in. And then, one thing is what this, he had a lovely flick through um, pass to, I think it was Jason Rumby or Alan Brown, after, just after 2 0. Mm. Beautiful through ball. It just flicked. No luck pass, something that Matt Darty was doing repeatedly and giving the ball away a lot, doing the same thing. But this actually worked for Abafemi and he created loads of space. So I, I hear you, Shane, he gave the ball away a few times, but I thought overall he was very good, Abafemi, from my perspective. I, I thought he was pretty good too. I think that, um, like, uh, with a player like that, right, you need them to be, you need them to have goal involvements mm. and you need them to be energetic in their press because they're not, he's not going to be dropping back into midfield and looking up and switching the play. Like, that's not his game. Um, so I, look I, there's a the beginning of a partnership there we should talk about Smallbone a lot of love for him he was player of the match and I, like I, I, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to start I don't think he's in contention to start uh, really but that's not a reflection on um, on where he is or anything like that it's just that for this game against France I'm not sure unless unless he just plays with Ferguson up front and adds an extra body in midfield and he's the body in midfield but yeah. I think Knight's coming in because of the high octane high energy fast running that you get from him mm. and um, and I think obviously Cullen's coming in and so where do you fit him in the team? Yeah, You have to drop one of those two names you've mentioned don't you? Um, but th- this, this that's the thing Will Smallbone is playing unbelievably well for Stoke City he's like turned into an assist king plays really well last night O'Dowd is playing brilliantly for Cardiff City plays really well last night Doherty's not getting game time at, at Atletico and plays relatively poorly last night so turns out game time and form this season really has an impact at international level so f- if that's an argument for Will Smallbone to start against France I would say um, head and shoulders above anyone in a, in a green jersey last night So, like, like I wouldn't be against Will Smallbone starting but as you say the, the question is who do you take out well yeah the only problem is I think he was he stood out significantly I think as the, the most technically gifted midfielder on show last night between mm. both teams and that just won't be the case against France. No, so course. then you're thinking, well, what kind of small bun are you going to get? Because he's going to have to be just part of the game. He's not going to stand out above France's midfield. So therefore, it, yeah, it might be just about the right call to keep him on the bench and bring him on. But you'd be very tempted to play him like he was excellent. His link up with, with Doherty was exceptional. And going back to Doherty there, Shane, you said he was pouring up. He's not playing for Atletico. I think he actually started the game quite well. And Did it goes yeah. to show he's, he's obviously training with a lot of talent around him every day. He's only played 16 minutes for Atletico since moving in January but you could tell the quality around them because he was confident at the start he got loads of the ball and it seemed to be himself and Will Smallbone were having their own personal game like where they were just passing to each other exclusively at one point but Darty, you know was very poor for the goal the flicker in the corner and he actually did the exact same thing at the start of the second half mm. which again led to a Latvia shot from about 25 yards out this time went straight at Kelleher so it's a facet of Darty's game that for me has always been there he does this um kind of careless passing forward where he doesn't look and he just puts it into space and with Darty he kind of frustrates me a bit he's played the most under any player under the Stephen Kenny regime played the most amount of games mm. he can be so much more Darty than he is and I think the thing with Darty is he's always struggled with confidence I don't think he believes in himself as much as he should like yeah. he has everything there to be an exceptional player technically but I often find with Darty he gets the ball he stands still passes it backwards passes it sideways 
and you could be getting way more out of him because the odd time when he does go forward and he gets a bit of momentum he stands out as a really good player it's a real pity that Wolves didn't give him the contract that he got at Spurs and he was still rampaging down the wing for uh, Wolves um, we tweeted out last night before kickoff the average age of the team Keller 24 Omobama Deli 20 O'Shea 24 Collins 21 O'Dowd 27 Darty, the old man of the team at 31 Malumbi 23 Brown 27 Smallbone 23 Obafemi 22 and Ferguson 18 the average age is 23.6 Um it's a really young team and I think that's the bit where you see that there's room for growth like the defensive errors uh, are are worrying like it is it is worrying that teams have identified take pot shots and if you hit the targets there's a good chance you're going to score from distance that's something that like mm-hmm. is that pressure on the ball in midfield is that the defence are like two yards back from where they need to be uh, and is that is that fixed automatically by John Egan coming in and just bossing everybody forward? Well, the second goal of shambolic. Oh, like, really bad. Like, Callum O'Dowda and Darrow O'Shea, there was no communication. They went for the same ball. Mm. And even before that, Nathan Collins had a chance to clear. Per header. Yeah. And he's too deep then when he deflects it, so he's not pushing there wasn't, out. There wasn't actually enough pressure on the header. that. So, Collins is the second ball. Second, yeah. Yeah. On the first one, Omar Mabadali isn't strong enough to, like, hang on a second. You know, I'm in charge here. So... Look, you forget that he's 20 and that he hasn't played enough football over the last 18 months. So, um, See, but there, yeah, I like there, there's not even a chance for that for you there if there's communication between O'Dowda and O'Shea, and that does go to show the inexperience and probably lack of leadership on the pitch last night. There was no one that vocal. Like, the most senior defender was O'Shea at 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, like, you know, he, like he is taking the chance here, uh, and he's captained he's captained West Brom at, at times. So, like I, I, and also uh, at twenty seven, you know, Callum O'Dowda doesn't need much more experience. Like he's played a lot of football, mm. so I, but that's fixable. Is I, I guess is, is the point that I'm getting to there that the defensive errors are fixable, and you hope that uh, the benefit of them playing is uh, together is that they they stick in the team. But if if you if you two are both so out on Doherty's performance last night, does he not start? Depends on Coleman's fitness. Well, does it only depend on Coleman? You can't see him playing left back. Is O'Dowd now your first choice left but back? Uh, I think O'Dowd. I think will he start O'Dowd? Yeah, yeah, he does start O'Dowd in there. I we'll, think. we'll get Finney Parts taken this. He's going yeah. to come in, tell us his preferred eleven if everyone's fit against France. But I mean, I've probably just, just about maybe go for Doherty, left wing back, with Coleman on the other side if Coleman's fit. Should you need to pick players that are playing well, Colm? Like O'Dowd played well, you can't drop him. I think anyway like he's playing well all season by the way at club level not just last night just start he's more experience against yeah. really brilliant opposition true no doubt it. but it's jeez that's a tight tight call mm. I, just, I wasn't like Darty did a lot of things well last night again his link up play with Smallbone was brilliant and it, would, it caused Latvia all manner of problems it, it's funny. Um, and he was central to the first two goals Darty but like he, there's just he leaves a lot out there but in fairness he's played barely any football in 2023 it's funny, like I, I, I know leaving the Aviva Stadium last night, there's probably some elements of the Kenny Out Brigade that, that would be like feeling quite negative ahead of the France game and, and, and how far off it we, we probably are, given, as Stephen Kenny mentioned, this is a France team that's been in the last two World Cup finals. But I, I, there is something about the Ireland team when it comes to a big, big game at home against top opposition, where they just completely up the ante and up the performance. So it, like, I'm not even concerned that we can see the two against Latvia at home last night, and I should be. But it's, it's just the fact that you know... Like the Portugal game, they're they're going to possibly up it a little bit. It's it's not the starting team that that'll play on Monday as played last night. But I just think there's there's something in 
this Irish team when it comes to a big game. France, the, the atmosphere full of Viva Stadium. There was 10,000 empty seats last night in Viva. So I think all of those elements would lead to yeah, maybe no, a bit I, more optimistic, possibly, for I think last night was largely really positive. Like, you look at the two Latvia goals, one of them was a screamer, mm. and the second one was a, a defensive error, as Gerald already said, can be fixed, like, with just better communication and more awareness around you. The concerning issue is this trend of conceding goals from outside the box against lower-ranked opposition, which yeah. is a very specific problem it is, it for is. this Ireland side. Yeah, and you do wonder if that's not actually quite fixable, that, like... Uh, uh, Keith Andrews and, and um, John O'Shea are looking at that going here's how we're going to fix that lads does everybody understand exactly what your role is when this happens let's be more switched on and let's have more confidence in ourselves to I, d- I think it, it, it is potentially about um, the time the, the time spent on the training pitch and you hope that the extra uh, five or six um, hours that they get between now and the arrival of this <laughs> Absolutely star-studded French team. Yeah, and they're, they're still winning games. Like there, there was a time there where th- that Latvia game last night and the Armenia game at home, they would have ended up drawing or losing those, those games. So at least they're getting. I know it's only a friendly, but they're getting the results, which is confidence as well. You know, Stephen Kelly wants his win ratio as Ireland manager to be let to me be high. So we'll uh, run you through the back page headlines on this. Uh, Fergie Time says the back page of the Daily Star: Ireland three, Latvia two. Kenny pleased as Evan shines ahead of huge France task. Eamon Dunphy, Kenny got it badly wrong with his team selection last night. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Dunphy's basic point was that he should have picked, I think he's largely agreeing with you, Colin, that, except he would have gone further and picked Egan and picked Cullen and picked Bazunu. Pick the team we're going to play against France and give them game time together. Ferguson leaps into Kenny plans for French showdown. All around him last night, Lansdowne Road resonated with a deep, deep sound of hope. That's Vincent Hogan's piece on um, Evan Ferguson's full debut and a goal. Ogbeni and the sweats. Sub Chio saves Kenny blushes. What's the reference now? What's the reference there? Am I am I stupid? Benny on the sweats. Is this a band from the seventies or eighties? I guess so. I'm also at a bit of a. <laughs> Help us out in the comments, please. Yeah. Anyone? Bueller. Oh, Bueller. Anyone? Bueller. Okay. Did you get that reference? Oh, Benny Sorry, Benny as well. We haven't even... No, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> we haven't even referenced Giudozio Benny. I think he was brilliant when he came yeah. off the bench as well. Well, bit of an impact. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think for me the most concerning part of the match was the, the first half of the second half. Not the two goals yeah. period for Latvia, but if you look at it, like, Latvia nearly... They had two shots to Ireland's one in that period of time. Yeah, between yeah. the 45th to 60th minutes. So, two minutes into the second half. I don't know if you were back in your seat at that point. Oh, I was, of course. I'm but, not one uh, of fans. Jesus Christ. Good Kvitz, because snaps a volley half volley over the bar and there's another shot from uh, Rangers which already talked about he's still talking <laughs> Benny in the Jets oh, by so the do way. you want to continue Benny with your, in the Jets apparently the, the Jets. yeah I'm in the middle of it so I thought you took a break and allowed <laughs> other people to speak <laughs> what if I I'm just going to go home again Jesus sit between Please. you two lads bone in contention Man of the match will states his case for France as Evan opens Irish goal accounts Evan targets Bone of contention. Yeah, it's very good. You That's got not bad. Okay. Uh, Evan targets France after dream debut. Uh, he was like, yeah, hopefully I get picked. I mean, you know, the manager would be mad not to, was the <laughs> subtext, right? Yeah. Uh, fresh Hope. This is a re- Return of the Jedi. Was that Fresh Hope or was it was that was that after that? Uh, new Boys Shine as Ireland Overcome Defiant Lafia. That's the examiner. And uh, there you go, call me you're free again. Coffee you That was done. Oh, yeah. Ruined my momentum now. Uh, oh, you were going through the middle no, of the I, I, I was just saying, I was just saying, 
that uh, Kenny's triple substitute on the hour mark changed the game for the better because within 100 seconds Ireland had retaken the lead and uh, that was good management because you know oftentimes people have a go at him and I thought that was quite good the three subs were good I think, and Ireland um, were struggling at the time I think uh, uh, Comiskey points that out in his um, match report as well that there has been criticism of not making changes makes changes and turns out if you make those changes and you bring on those players early enough as well well, whenever you need them, you know, like so. When it's two, is it? Do you wait to make those changes until you're three 0 down or two 0 down against France? <laughs> when do you make? When do you smash the glass and go? This is an emergency. Yeah, mm. I feel like, we're, like we could be level after an hour against France. I've called it. I would. I would take level after an hour against France. Really? Do you think so? I think they'll they'll keep it tight and stay within the game. That Stephen Kenny knows how to play against these big teams. I could have pie on my face and we'll be 3-0 down by an hour on Monday but I'm willing to put myself out there. I also think Giles Ogbeni is going to score against France. I've seen it in my dreams. So, um, call it here first, folks. If it happens, you know where you heard it but uh, no, I'm, 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 as, as someone says in the comments, Dan says, just a silly feeling I have, I'm going to the game with a pep in my step on Monday. And I think there's a lot of Irish fans with that um, unwarranted, perhaps, positivity going into Monday but let us dream. That's what sport's all about. Oh. Uh, Elton John, <laughs> of death. What's wrong with you, Colin? I'm just, I just realised there's a poll. Did he just swear? Did he just swear? You're a man. You're a man. I to be about swearing. Can I just? Can I just? Uh, I'm, I'm, He's op- the producer, I'm so. opening the kimono a little bit here. The, like normally, Colin sits there off screen. You can't see it behind some glass. Even out to us with the death stare. Anytime anybody, uh, or there's anything that is like vaguely, you know, Mary Whitehouse. There's a reference you ask your dad about uh, the moral arbiter of anything. And here he is, just dropping f bombs on the show live. Apologies to all the little ears out there. No, I'm I sorry re- for ruining sa- your breakfast. Sa- parents. I just realised that they're actually that we the digital team. Cameron, Kathleen and Dara have actually oh, set a poll. throwing people under They've the bus. They've actually set a poll as from Munster in Ireland. As we They've asked. actually set a poll. Yeah, as we asked, they should. Can I just say, I agree with Andy Farrell's decision to play the strongest no, players. No, no, I just think it would be nice. It's not going to be no, true no, no, in the no. clip cop. I just That's think it would be nice to have Munster representation. That's all I'm saying. I'm not right. saying he picked the wrong team. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Okay. Results show. OTBAM, live with Gillette Labs. Got the ultimate shaver. Your money back neon night edition available now. <laughs> Pick up the momentum in the last five minutes, it feels like, here on the show. Mm. Uh, yeah, you were pointing at me? No, no, he's waving at me now. He's had enough. He's, little, he's little on finger. strike. If any part is outside, we're going to get him in in just a moment. If you want to uh, get in touch, 087-9180-180 is the WhatsApp number. We'll be right back after these. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. 